1: Happy Friday. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything, entertainment.
2: It's time for the Friday kiss noise to let you all know that we love you. And because we also know ASMR is big right now, so we're riding this trend. Here it comes. And then an awkward lip kiss.
1: Nope, we don't okay. like that one. Okay, okay. That's that, good on TikTok. That actually, I use on that. TikTok. So me puts me over the top. Like I want to physically respond to that you, with my fist.
2: I want to. <laughs> Holly, would you be able to. Can you find any like ASMR no. on TikTok? No, she can't. I come don't on. have
0: a TikTok account, Steve. Sorry. Yeah, she's oh, too come busy. on. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't need one. You could just say ASMR.
0: Nah, that's OK.
2: You guys got to hear this yeah. stuff. The lady I that I we saw the, the other gist. night with the glue sticks. Don't rubbing, the, I'm not going to mm. cause you guys are babies, but the glue sticks that she was rubbing on the surface of the microphone while casually talking very close and low to the microphone saying like, oh, yeah. And if you want to see my Amazon best picks like she's just talking about someone's asking her a question because these are all live things. You know, another live thing I saw on what? TikTok. And I don't know how TikTok curates. They, they, from the first time you go on, they just start throwing things. And then I guess if you hover on something, if you watch it, even if you're just curious, like, wait, what is this? Then they start cramming it down your throat. But this guy holding a, like, like you would a, a ransom <laughs> sign, he's holding a white card in front of him and he's live broadcasting from his house, straight face, deadpan right at the camera. And he, it just says, $500 if you can make me laugh. And then in the comments, people are putting all sorts of dumb, silly things for him to see mm-hmm. as they try to make him laugh. 6,000 people are watching this guy say absolutely nothing.
1: What does that say about our society? Mm. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know, Donna. Mm.
1: Later on in the show, 1115, we'll talk about 12 things that scream, I have no life. <laughs> According to a new study, I'll come back for that. <laughs> oh, um,
2: okay. So uh, there was uh, the Oscars, of course, are this Sunday. I want to kind of start us with a little game, but it, it was not. The, I saw this list of actors who have not been nominated, and I went through it, and there were a couple surprises. But then, you know, it was also kind of like, yeah, well, it checks out. So I, this I has it. to
1: do with nominations, not wins. Correct.
2: But now I've ditched that format entirely and looked at something different that I thought was a little more interesting. Oh, okay. All right. And um, basically what it is is trying to get you to figure out the nom- how many Oscar nominees can you name who have had 6 or more nominations. Oh. Now, why don't we why don't I guide you toward the top so that we can hone in on this list here. Who do you think leads all-time Oscar nominees? These are not wins, these are nom- nominations. With twenty one, Merrill. Meryl,
1: Meryl. Okay, you're Meryl!
2: you're absolutely right. Okay, so second, in second place, there's a two way tie mm-hmm. of people who have twelve Oscar nominations.
1: Daniel Day Lewis.
2: One is a woman, one is a man. Okay, Daniel Day Lewis.
0: Holly, you got a guess? Uh, my guess would be Jack Nicholson for the male.
2: You know, I almost God. almost wrote down. Don't let Holly play because she's going to know some. And that's why she couldn't have played the other game I was going to do. Absolutely. Right. She would have dominated it. Right. Jack Nicholson is correct. He has 12. He is tied with a, uh, a female. Okay. Who has 12 is since passed. Okay. And there are two people, two very famous actresses who share this same last name for good reason.
1: Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Tell us what letter the last name starts with, because we'll be here all day.
2: Actually, watch. I bet we wouldn't if we would go to Holly. Holly?
1: No, I'm kind of stuck on this one.
2: The last name starts with H.
1: Okay, so is it a Harris?
2: It is not a Harris. Orange, Florida.
1: Because, Harris. Oh, oh because, yeah, you said Meryl
0: Streep Oh, Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. Catherine
2: okay.
1: Hepburn. Oh, there you there go. go. Yeah.
0: Kate.
2: Who shares her last name with, with another, Audrey For good reason. Okay. Um, Anyone, try to just name anyone on the list of six plus Oscar nominations. We just hit the top three Meryl Streep with 21 Oscar noms, Catherine Epburn 12, Jack Nicholson 12, Daniel
1: Day Lewis.
2: Uh, Let's see where Daniel Day Lewis is here. It's a very long list that they have uh, given me. Oh, he has six. He's in a, oh, like a 12 way tie at six.
1: Okay. So is
2: a local actress.
1: Okay. Jessica
2: Lang. Amy Adams oh, already has six Oscar nominations. Wow.
1: How about that's that? That's impressive. Okay. Um,
2: anyone else that you can, this is a list of people who have anywhere between six and 21 Oscar nominations. The best of the best.
0: Uh, Glenn Close is a lot and she has not won.
2: Glenn Close that's has eight. Wow. Eight and no win.
1: Wow, that's shocking. She's great.
2: The Susan Lucci, I suppose, of right. the Academy Awards.
1: How many did Merrill have?
2: Merrill had 21 has nominations. 21. In These are nom- nominations. And
1: counting. Yeah. Right. I think right. she
2: has a total of, I think she's won four times.
1: Okay. Julia Roberts.
2: Where is Julia Roberts on the list? I don't know that Julia Roberts she might is be a one making and this list. Oh. She is not on this list.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody who's been in a lot of movies.
2: Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have know. to have a pretty sizable
1: Um
2: uh, uh, I do not think that we have Bradley Pitt on this. How no. about
0: a- Catherine Hepburn's friend Spencer Tracy. So you're mm. making the list?
2: Spencer Tracy does make the yeah. list. I
1: love Spencer Tracy.
2: Uh, in it, a tie for one, two, three, four, a tie for fourth, I suppose. Spencer Tracy has nine. Yeah. Nine Oscar nominations. Denzel
1: Washington, Tom Hanks.
2: Den, okay, Denzel, yeah. nine Oscar nominations. Good wow.
1: Thank you. Thomas
2: wow. Hanks, six Oscar nominations.
1: Okay. Um, what about our friend
0: Jack Lemon? Jack Lemon. Good one. Does
2: make the list with eight Oscar nominations. Ooh, wow.
0: That's Al Pacino.
2: And he is on the list <laughs> with nine.
1: Uh, De Niro. Uh, ooh, good uh, one, Oh Yeah, Donna, De Niro, Where do we you. have De Niro
2: on this list? Did you Dennis say
1: Pacino, I say, say De Niro. De Niro? <laughs> oh, wow. Wait a minute. Come on. He, he did win. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yes. He's got seven. Right. He's got right, seven. Yeah. He was at the very bottom of the mm-hmm. list.
0: Uh, did our friend Leo make the list? Oh, Did Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo.
2: DiCaprio Make the list. Let's find out where he is. He is also at a tie with six nominations. How many
1: wins? He's just Don't got have the, the one. To that is it Gilbert
0: Grape? The Revenant. Oh, you know, where he yes. goes inside the bear. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. God,
1: that was intense. Yeah. Man.
2: Hey, bear. Wow. Hey, bear. Um, all right, Fargo. Think Fargo.
1: Okay. Oh, Francis McDormand.
2: He's got six. He's great.
1: Three wins. Three
2: wins. Wow. Um, She seems
1: fun. I'd like to see a sit down between her and Jamie Lee Curtis. Ooh. Wouldn't that be fun just to watch them having cocktails and what they're discussing? Because they're both kind of quirky.
2: You said Jamie Lee Curtis is the other part of this? Yes. Yeah, from Jamie Lee Curtis, Francis McDormand. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis, you could have her in here. You'd feel, there's a celebrity that you want to have coffee with.
0: Yeah. Yes. And yogurt.
2: Yes. Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis, not, uh, you do not want to sit down and have coffee no, with No,
1: you'd roll your eyes yeah. when you walked away. You'd be like, oh, jeez, this guy. Um, <laughs> Although I think he's brilliant.
2: Come on, give me a uh, couple more. This is a big list, right. but we're talking about the actors or actresses who have six or more Oscar right. nominations. Let's go,
0: more. Betty Davis. Yes, Betty Davis. Go classic.
2: All right, Betty Davis. Yes, coming in at third uh, with ten nominations. Betty uh, Davis, ten nominations.
1: Faye Dunaway. Ooh, Looking good one, for a Faye.
2: Yeah, yeah. Clap it up. and then we'll go straight good to him
1: and Joan, uh, Joan. Crawford. Uh, yeah, that uh, big money, big money. There Come is on.
2: Eh, not a Faye Dunaway on this list. You both are doing really well, uh, thank but you know, we'll not a Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. She
0: did win an Oscar though for Network. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, Network, I saw that oh not God. too long ago I love that movie so Is that much? the,
0: I'm mad as hell, yes. oh, I'm not oh, going nice. to take That'd it Oh, so Anymore. good What Whatever. about uh, Joan Crawford, like Donna said yeah. Joan Crawford uh,
2: Do we have a Joan Crawford scanning the list we do not have a Joan Crawford on this list of at least six Oscar uh, nominations. I need one more before we can go to break. All right,
0: one more, one more. Um, We're running wait. What about a Humphrey Bogart? Do yes! we get a Humphrey Bogart? Uh, good
2: answer, good answer. Come on, no. come on. Big money. No oh. Humphrey Bogart. What? Come on. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren Bacall. Lauren
0: Bacall. Oh. How about um, um, Jane Alexander? Is she on there? Jane
1: Alexander? Clap
2: Clap, to clap big money. Big, uh, money. big money. Big
0: uh,
1: money. No. Oh. Joan Crawford? We, we no. just said that. Oh, we did? Oh yeah. no, who's the one I said after Joan Crawford?
2: she also <laughs> wasn't on the list. Okay, all, right. all, right.
0: all right, all right. Michael Kane, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yes! yes, we'll take it, Michael Kane. Oh! All right, now we're going Woo!
2: Hey, when we come back, uh I'm we'll have exhausted. some fun talking about the Oscars, which are coming up this weekend, but I uh I'm trying to fix something in my life that is a daily stressor that is very unorganized, and I am convinced it probably is for you too, and it's probably impacting the rest of our lives. Oh I'll explain when we come back, Donna Steve Mind
1: Talk. All right. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for listening. Happy Friday, everybody. It's Donna and Steve. We got Holly Roberts with us for hour one. And uh, Steve's got some issues he would like to uh, share with the class. Get My wife said chest. something
2: horrifying to me this morning. She said, you know, in many ways, I feel that Donna reflects me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I thought, well, that's that's just terrible. But that's been happening more and more where I've been saying, oh, that's the, that's what Lou says. Or Lou will say something to me. And I'm like... That's how Donna reacted. Like, why aren't you people more <laughs> excited at what I'm saying? Because anyway, you have
1: enough excitement for everyone.
2: So I said to her this morning, I said, I talked with her about this and I said, no, I will be talking about this on the radio this morning uh, and it will be met with a measurable amount of disinterest. And that's when she said, no, I think Donna reflects me in a lot of ways. And you just told me about this. And she didn't immediately come, come around. Hmm. She's always a little stubborn at first, but then she was like, yeah, I guess so. Because at first I made a grand statement, which is the problem I'm about to tell you, mm. I believe impacts a bunch of other areas of our life and could subconsciously be making you feel a little more stressed out and a little less efficient and, you're, and you don't even know it. I'm a pretty, organization is very difficult for me. It does not come naturally. Creative, that kind of stuff. Creating, fun, great organizing spreadsheets, stuff like that, not going well. Mm -hmm. Yesterday I had to do a bunch of like tax
0: stuff Mm -hmm.
2: and I'm going back and I'm doing expenses and all this stuff. And it's just, I can hear how much slower my brain is working. Mm -hmm. I'm just inefficient there. Um, So anyway, but then I grind through it. I got to do it. And I'm like, finally put my head above water and it's like six o'clock. And I'm like, okay, I got the email sent off. I got the blah, 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 blah. But anyway, as I was doing it, I was interacting with my phone and I've been thinking of this for a few weeks. And last night I started this process. My question to the class is simple. Is your home screen and subsequent other home screens, would you consider them Mm well-organized or disorganized?
1: Disorganized. I try not to think about it. My pictures aren't organized. I don't know. Do you think I know how to find a picture Like a photo, I I try searching. Let's just say it's dog. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's, you know, dozens of dogs on my phone. I try writing, you know, putting in black dog. Instead of creating a folder for different categories, they're just all over the place. I hear you. Some are on the cloud. Like, they won't download because... They won't come up immediately because they're yeah. downloading from the cloud. Yeah, cuz they're
2: storing them off your phone to free up mm-hmm. some more exactly. hardware or, or uh, storage space on your phone. Well, here's my here's my point and I really I I I know I overstate things a lot. I think I'm onto something here. Okay. My phone has been very disorganized. So many different pages of apps. And then I need an app, for instance, I'll use an app for a remote sometimes, I'll use email, I'll use Instagram, I'll use weather, I'll use banking apps, all these different apps. And every time, for months, and maybe years, I'm then scrolling over. Outside of my bottom four, we all have the bottom four on the iPhone, outside of curating that, it's always a swipe left, swipe left, where is it, up, down, all this kind of stuff. I'm convinced that that is what we interact with the most. You interact with your phone mm-hmm. more than you do your computer, your TV, yada, yada, yada. Right. And if on a subconscious level, I really think this is happening. If you feel like that air, er- that area of your life is disorganized and in a, in an efficiency standpoint sucks mm-hmm. every single time you pick that up, that message is being reinforced in your. F-
1: Pretty sure that's JLo And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Feeling a little bit of that stress of like, frick, where is that? Where is that? Okay, so- see,
1: now I know where most of my apps are because I do have folders.
2: I have some- For the
1: app. So I have, like, um, transportation apps, social media.
2: Yes, that's good. Okay. That's very good. That's great.
1: I have utilities. How
2: many pages do you have? Swipe.
1: Oh, well, since I got a new phone, it comes with a lot. So one, two, three, four. Okay.
2: Yeah, and there's probably a search for many people. My point is, if your phone, the thing that you interact with the most, is disorganized mm-hmm. and... R- Uh, deliver some level of stress hormone to you because it's like, darn it, where is this and why am I always looking for this? Mm -hmm. I feel like subconsciously it permeates into other areas of your life. Like you can only feel like you are being so efficient or so effective in your life. You're only as strong as your weakest link kind of a thing. Right. And if that is... The thing that you interact with the most, look at how many times you pick up your phone at the end of the day. Trust me, you focus on your phone more than you do any other piece of technology. It's our office. It's where we work. And if every time you pick it up, there's like this subconscious, this sucks. This isn't efficient. This is not laid out the way that it should be. I feel like it goes into other areas. I heard a guy once say, mm-hmm. if you've got, let's say, a light out at the end of the hall, And I have two burnout light bulbs in my room right now. This is so
1: relatable because I've had a burnt out light in my dining room. Like, I need a ladder Mm -hmm. and then I have to hover over it to get inside of it. And I've put it off for got to be five months Months. now. And then I finally did it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. The whole
2: brand new day. It's so crazy. And so this guy was, the same way that I'm talking about the phone now, he was talking about the burnout light bulb. That if it's there, everything can be going pretty well. But if that's hanging around for a week, a month, a year, where it's like we haven't had light at the end of that hall, it's this background thing that's happening in our brain of like, there's an instability here Mm -hmm. in the force, but it's such an easy solution. So last night, late at night, I go on YouTube and I'm dumb here. And I was just like, how to organize an iphone home screen and then i started learning things like i did not even know that widgets were really a thing with the iphone i remember widgets on desktop computers Mm -hmm. didn't know about that also didn't know about this thing called stacks which is where if you put a widget so like right now i have the calendar up and a big widget so i can always see that on my home screen and then this other thing where you can essentially create a widget and then if you know every day every morning i always like to check the weather And then right after I check the weather, Mm -hmm. I like to go and see what the commute time is into work. So then I can have a pinned trip into work and I can just quickly at a glance, see the weather, swipe up within this stack widget, Uh and then you can see the other things. They're just saying, if you just spend a little time of focusing, none of us want to do it because we're like, I don't want to spend an hour organizing this, but once you do, the flips, remember life is pain. It's either the pain of doing it or the pain of regret, right? It's the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. So I am now, come Monday, I'm going to be, my iPhone, I'm going to be Steve Jobs around this joint.
1: When's your TED Talk, by the way?
2: Would you go? If it was free. And we were selling or offering food. Yes. Boom. I don't okay. know. I'll set it up. But I'm, I'm just convinced, if you have some area in your life that's disorganized, if it's the, the junk drawer, if it's the purse, it's if it's it. the phone. The car. I feel like if we get those places in order, it's... Positively, it can really spill okay. into other areas Thank of our you. life. Focus Thanks on the for little thing.
1: Inspiration, Steve. Whatever. That was beautiful.
2: I'm gonna go eat a cookie now.
1: No, you have to tell us about the Mandalorian. Oh yeah. And what? I gotta tell you about a new feature uh coming to Netflix that I think is brilliant. It
2: is. They're taking a page out of Instagram's playbook, I feel like. Oh talk about it next. Hey, good
1: morning, we're back. Donna and Steve. And you, and you, and you.
2: Nice, Woo! Super in. inclusive, loving Thanks,
1: it. Thanks, man.
2: And you, and you, and you.
1: And Susie, and Barb, I'm Lisa, Dave. Um, what do you want to start with here? Because uh, I'll just
2: quickly mention that I, I'm caught up now. I'm caught up. I got on my speeder last night. We watched two episodes of The Mandalorian. Okay. And uh I just think it's just a fun show. They do a it's nice job. Funny.
1: Some of the characters in we Star love- Wars stuff are hilarious.
2: How about I um, laugh
1: out loud every time. It's like
2: No spoilers
1: here. You know they're just making these this little language, these little things.
2: When the, the, the the little guys who were trying to work on something yes. that were even smaller than Baby Yoda, like, and they had like their vest open, so it was just like their skin and stomach was showing. I was like, these guys are very cute.
1: It's hilarious.
2: It's also got still they uh, they do a nice job of like it's, it's rarely heavy. It's sometimes emotional. They're, they do a really nice job with Mandalorian and Baby Yoda and their
1: relationship. Their
2: relationship. Which is crazy because if you think about it, now you do have one really cute little thing. But then on the flip side, you have Pedro Pascal doing a very monotone delivery. Right. And it works. Like, think, you never, ever, ever. I was thinking about this last night. You get all this emotion from Pedro Pascal somehow, but you never hear him go, really? Or,
1: whoa, Mm -mm. what? I I pointed that out the other night, too. I was like, it's so funny how... He's monotone, but he's also his voice is processed. Yes, like he's through an intercom. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I it's, love it. I I, I just love it.
2: Um. So anyway, we're we're up to speed now. We went through both episodes, and the thing that I really love about them, they're all like thirty minute episodes.
1: That's my favorite part. And
2: actually, it'll show that the total runtime for the episode is about thirty seven minutes. Right. You can bet your bottom dollar that that son of a be yach is going to end at about thirty two minutes, and they do about five minutes of credits.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) You're right. We
2: noticed it for the first time in season one because we were all excited. We were like, okay, 41 minute episode. And then it suddenly ended and we were like, that didn't feel like 41 minutes. And it was at like minute 34 and they were just in this really long run of credits.
1: I I do really like the music too. The ba-ba. Oh yeah. How's it go? Do it. Yes. 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 So
2: good. It's so great. I
1: love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, So, yeah, we're all caught up. And what's her name is back? Um, Amy Sedaris. Yes. Oh, who we love. (laughs) She's so great. When she
2: starts talking the language of the other little (laughs) Star Wars creatures, it's just so great. And she's running all sorts of hustles on the side.
1: She's so good. I don't know if she
2: was always missing a tooth, but she sure is now.
1: (laughs) And it just looks
2: so funny. She's great. do you
0: watch? I don't watch The Mandalorian. Do, Have you ever are you a Star watched? Wars person? I am a Star Wars person, but I just didn't get onto the show. Okay.
2: Does that mean you've never tried it or it didn't hook you?
0: Uh, I've never tried it. Oh, wow. Okay.
2: I'd like to go back and watch with fresh eyes season 1 episode 1 of The Mandalorian. When you had no idea. None of us knew what what this was. Right. Most unless you were a, a real Star Wars geek, you probably didn't really know what a Mandalorian was. I didn't and Surely. yet somehow it has sort of wrapped us with sort of a storyline, story arc that everyone can kind of that wrap their arms baby
1: around. baby Yoda is the key, I really think, to just captivating an audience. You know, it's like, what's he going to do now? Oh, no, there's like a big fight breaking out. Is he going to do something with his finger?
2: Yeah, Is he going to use the force?
1: Or is he just going to put his ears back and be like,
2: oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's and, and you know what's crazy about that? They never ever promoted Baby Yoda ever. in any of the run up. So when we all watched season one, episode one, December of 2019, yep. the next that night, it was like Twitter was on fire. Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda hadn't been named yet. Its real name is Grogu, but known as Baby Yoda. Hey, Grogu. Um, but oh, yeah. Enjoyable. So, so cute. up to speed on that.
1: All right. Very good. Um, so let's talk about this Netflix thing. Um, so, Netflix, you know, the subtitles. They're yeah. fine. They're usually pretty fine. But if you're, if you're a person whose font on your phone is way larger than your friends, mm. and they make fun of you, yes. well, we can make this happen on your TV. Um, so if they're not to your liking, the, the subtitles. Netflix is now allowing you to choose from three text sizes: small, medium, and large. And you could also choose from four colors. Uh, white is the diff- default mm-hmm. um, with a black background. Then there's black text with a white background, and mm-hmm. then there's yellow text with a black background. Yeah. They're only—they were previously only available, I guess, on the web. But seventy-seven percent of uh, their streaming is on large str- uh, screens, like smart TVs. And TVs, you know, connected to other devices. So if that's you, you can finally have. I Personally, I hate subtitles. And some people have them on all the time. Like Mm -hmm. when I go visit my brother and his wife, I'm like, why do you guys have the subtitles on? I'm like, that's so distracting. Hmm. I mean, I get it if you're watching a French film. Sure. But you're watching Survivor.
2: They say it's good if you have little ones in the house. It helps them to read. Really? Because they just keep hearing, and they're, they're hearing and seeing words all the time together. Huh. And so it's sort of just like a low-key way of really? keeping people's little ones' brains moving in that direction. It's really a page out of Instagram because when you make an Instagram Reel, you can choose. If you want to do captions, you can do captions, but then you can choose just like this. What do you want it to be? Do you just want it to be white text? Or do you want it to be white text with a black background, and right. opaque background, okay. so that it sort of jumps out a little bit more? So it feels very Instagram-y. And then even like you mentioning the yellow, that's TikTok. TikTok's uh, stock caption color is yellow. Okay. And so it just feels like they're they're taking some pages out of the playbook of social media.
1: Well, and you have to think there are people who are of a certain age. Who may be hearing impaired, so they need the the text oh, course, on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. And also with
0: the color, if you're dealing with somebody with colorblindness. Right. That would help them out. It's brilliant.
1: Really, really smart. All right. I'm excited about that. When are they cracking down on our uh, passwords and all that business? I
2: don't know. I'll have to ask my brother Josh. He's right. paid for the last decade. I just hope he doesn't crack down.
1: Seriously, I think I only pay for two things. I pay for Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, and... Amazon Prime. That's it. Everything else, I'm like,
2: who who, who, who who's are you on?
1: Don't worry. No, no, about who cares? It. Is
2: it Amy? Are you how many how many subscription services does Amy James pay for? It's not Amy. It's you other sure? friends.
1: I'm positive.
2: Barb, but I give Nancy. I
1: give right. other people my my stuff too. Like I have a friend who gives me her Hulu and Netflix, <laughs> and I pay and put her on my Costco card. So I pay for the membership and all that. So it's a trade.
2: You have a person on your Costco card, and I pay for Janie and Dave's Amazon Prime most years. I think they paid a couple, but <laughs> okay, yeah. So I feel I feel good about that. Makes me feel better about leeching Netflix off right. of my brother. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. When you do a little, well, are you doing anything for your brother? Or Are you talking about your sister? No,
2: just companionship, largely. <laughs> for him. Well, there was actually a time. So I'm on it. My brother's on it. My sister's on it. It's like all of the kids, you know, my siblings and I. And um, I have even told him one time, I was like, hey, how much is this a month? And he was like 12 bucks a month or whatever. And I was like, cool, because I'll just start sending you 3 bucks a month to cover my share, right? And he was like, don't send me $3 a month.
1: Why don't you just send him $36 for the year? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> what you feel like the lump sum feels a little better? Yeah, to you guys? nobody
1: wants three dollars in their Venmo every yeah. month. Well,
2: transaction fee on right. it. Yeah,
1: like thanks for the thought. Right,
0: <laughs> but it thir- adds up. Maybe $36. I'm teaching him a
2: financial lesson. That you look at you, boy. It must be nice to be so detached from the common man, Donna. Because hey. three dollars adds up over time, and that's the financial yeah, lesson that I could have taught getting- him.
1: Any kind of compound interest when it's sitting in a Venmo account. Yeah, or might as well just like, hey, look, you're my brother. Just use the password. Don't worry. Yeah, about it. that's How about that?
2: what he's doing. He didn't let me send him three bucks a month, but that would have been sweet if I would have had bill pay and he got a Wells Fargo check delivered to his door once a month. And it said $3. What's it for? My share of the subscription. Come on,
1: man. Hmm. It's funny, though. It's a funny concept. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it, I, was yes. being,
2: I wasn't joking when I offered it to him. And actually, at the time, it was a little bit cheaper, and I'm pretty sure I said $2. But I was being genuine. And then he would look back at the end of the year, 3 bucks, and he'd be like, well, where did this $36 come from? What? Is this how it works? <laughs> the power of savings? He could have taught that lesson to his children.
1: Oh, man. Let me tell you about Courtney Cox's biggest beauty regret. Okay? Okay. And then I'm going to make a confession.
2: Wait, wait, wait! Do you want to do this here? Do you want? To, why are not we doing this in because something? I have Say a something. bigger
1: topic I want to get to. <laughs> okay. all right. Here By the way, go. Spotify
2: changed our layout. It looks like TikTok now.
1: Okay, thank you. Oh, I You're didn't welcome. know you had that in there. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. I, I don't have the screen up. I'm, just, I'm just babbling. Okay, so Friday. what's on your heart? So Courtney Cox was on some podcast um, called Gloss Angeles.
2: Yeah, that's a good title.
1: And she said um, when she thought she was getting older. She was still actually young. Everything's, you know, 20, 20 no, in hindsight. Sure. Yeah. hindsight. Um, she said her biggest regret is too many fillers. Mm. And mm. she thought she looked okay mm. because she was living her life in, you know, obviously real time. But then when you go back and look at photos, you're like, whoa, what? something right, right. looks off. I am full. Yes. She said it's a domino effect. It's like you don't realize you look a little off, so then you keep getting more, and that's because to yourself you look normal. Um, She said she's had them removed. Huh. And feels lucky that she was able to reverse most of the filling that she did to her face.
2: I think it's so cool that she's talking about this because I think that Courtney Cox is just lovely.
1: She's beautiful.
2: And there was a time... And I think I think it was like around Cougartown when she was doing Cougartown on yep. CBS that I just remember seeing pictures and thinking she was so beautiful. And now this is taking away from her natural beauty. Right. But w- the point she's making is spot on mm-hmm. that if you do little by little, it's the same way that you are the worst judge, even though we'll joke that we're not. But in, in reality, you are the worst judge of whether or not you are slowly losing weight. Or slowly gaining weight. Right. And it's because you look in the mirror every single day. Right. We look in the mirror naked every day, all it's right? People and so, who
1: don't see you that much and, and they're, they're like, oh my gosh.
2: Wow, you look great. What's right. going on? Yeah, it's same
1: thing with these fillers. I don't. So I have lots of friends who always notice fillers. They're like, whoa, she really overdid it with the fillers. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh. I can't spot it. I can I'm spot clueless. fillers.
2: I really feel like I can spot Fillers. I cannot spot Botox.
1: Isn't uh, Botox a filler?
2: Well, no, it's in a different way. I mean, I think I Botox,
1: Botox Botox
2: takes wrinkles away. Yeah,
1: there's like Juvederm, which
0: is a filler that for your collagen. collagen. Oh, yeah, your I mean, there's all those, look. There's all sorts things. of things.
2: Cowardly lion.
0: Yeah,
1: will, right. You know, yeah,
2: <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, I, I worked with somebody years and years ago, and someone else said to me, "Oh, yeah." Blankets, Botox. And I said, what are you talking about? No, she doesn't. Or he. And then uh, they were like, yeah, she does. Try to see a wrinkle in her forehead on any expression. And then I was like, oh, Oh, wow, Interesting. So I guess that was well done, Botox. But fillers, I feel like if someone goes from a, you know, a... a thin lip to a thick lip overnight. Oh, it's so weird. It's just like it's
1: so weird. <laughs> it feels a little
2: Martin Short in pure luck to me. Of like, okay, we were stung. <laughs> the swelling funny. will go down. Yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway, What's the bigger
2: topic we're gonna get? Well, to, is Seth right?
1: Rogen is and his wife are very, very happy that they don't have children, and oh. the internet oh. has things to say about it.
2: Oh, this is where well, we were talking about the abbreviation before the show. What does this mean? FTK.
1: Uh, correct. Oh, okay. correct. Uh-huh. We'll explain that too when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Yeah, look at my microphone. It's going crazy. Oh, it's funny. It
2: just keeps going down. It's so like that an instead alien. of micing your mouth, it's micing like your sternum.
1: Right. What's up with that? It. Here's what
2: I sound like talking with the microphone <laughs> on my sternum. Thank you.
0: Everyone
2: hear
1: Nope. Right. All right, we're back. Uh, did I say that already? Thank you for listening. Let's uh, let's talk about this. Hey, if you
0: see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You you See Something, something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight.
1: I don't know why this caught my eye. Or maybe I do. Seth Rogen and his wife, Lauren Miller, have been child-free and happily married since 2011. And... Now, in this new interview, uh, it's a podcast, he spoke openly about their decision not to have children. So he talked extensively about his career and, you know, becoming a beloved comedy writer in Hollywood. And he said that not having children is definitely what has played a huge part in his career success. He said, there's a whole huge thing I'm not doing, and that is raising kids. So then the host asked him to consider the opposing side of the debate, which is, of course, parents being parents might have made his and Lauren's lives happier. And so Seth Rogen firmly disagreed. And he said, nope. It would not. I don't think it would. I've been around, obviously, a lot of kids. I'm not ignorant to what it's like. Everyone I know has kids. I'm 40. Some of my friends have had kids for decades. Some people want kids. Some people don't want kids. And he suggested that a lot of people grow grow their families before even considering whether or not that's what they want or what's right for them. And he said they don't even think about it. So anyway, he went on a little bit more about his personal experience and Seth Rogan clarified that having kids is something that they never wanted and that they've grown even more sure of their decision as they've gotten older. And, you know, he said, they'll revisit it and be like, we made the right. Did we make the right choice? And they both completely agree. He said, we are uh, we've actually said, thank God we don't have kids. And he said, we're in the prime of our lives. We're smarter than we've ever been. We understand ourselves more than we ever have. And we have the capacity to achieve a level of work and a lifestyle um, and a level of communication and care for one another that we've never been able to have before. And we wouldn't be able to do that if we were raising a child. So anyway, fans started speaking out. And like leaving comments. What was, yeah. What was some of the the most of it was very, very, very positive. People were saying, I'll read you some of the comments. Okay. Very refreshing to hear someone vocalize without shame or expectations from society that they don't want to have kids and they're happy with their choice. Um, another person says, I could not agree with you more. hundred percent spot on my wife and I actively enjoy not having them too. Then there was, um, what was the one with the, the acronym that I didn't understand? It's not an acronym. It's just an abbreviation. FTK. Yeah. Yeah. Is that bleep the kids? I think
2: it might
1: be. Um, but another point that was brought up. Was that men aren't questioned because if a man doesn't want kids, it's acceptable. If a woman doesn't, then there must be something wrong with her. Mm. And she'll be told, oh, you'll change your mind. Or, oh, you're going to regret it. Mm. And then other people are bringing up the fact that um, Chelsea Handler was called selfish for her take on not having children. But people are applauding Seth Rogen for saying it
2: sure yeah
1: you know and obviously listen i know sometimes i used to think why get married if you don't want want kids that was for me it's like if i don't want and i did want kids don't get me wrong um sometimes i didn't understand the reason for getting married when you can just live together but there are many other reasons that i've come to realize but It's just very misogynistic that women are expected. But anyway, so I know, I could probably name 10 couples, married couples in my life, who have Mm. made the choice not to have kids. And they are madly in love, have this beautiful relationship. Oh, yeah, sure. Everything's great. So There's one... That is right here. Yeah. There right. is one that is right here. She's
2: talking <laughs> exactly. into the mic right talking now.
1: You're one the of the t- you're one of the ten. <laughs> um yeah, I have so many friends. So many. But you know, there is something about an assumption. Cause I was <clears throat> I was meeting new people.
2: Right.
1: And my sister was talking about her kids, and my other sister was talking about her kid, and then the guy that we were talking to said how uh how old are your kids and i'm like zero <laughs> you know i don't have kids but the there's an assumption
2: he bypassed the question of do yeah, Donna, you have, do any you have kids yeah, right yeah right which then yeah it starts with that feels kind of loaded yeah um
1: and then there's and like a feels, sh- it- you feel like embarrassed you're like do I, am I supposed to have kids?
2: Yeah, and it feels loaded one way or another, right? Like, it feels loaded whether it was your choice. Right. Like, oh, why did you not make the common societal choice? right? And it feels um, charged and loaded if you have had fertility problems. Right. Which is, like, heartbreaking. And then you, if you've gone through that and then never been able to right. um, to have a baby, then, yes, it's somebody sort of casually, that, you know... Right.
1: It's, like, a such a personal way. decision. I um. You know, and the worst is, and then you, if you only have one kid, people are like, When are you going to have another baby? Yeah, like, Shut <laughs> up. Man, man. You know, I know oftentimes, too, in different cultures, like if you marry into a different culture, right? Right? Relatives start pressuring the person who's not part of the culture and doesn't want kids. Sure. To, you know, pushing them like you need to have a family this is what life is about and blah 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 so anyway i applaud him and his wife for speaking out and yeah, everyone's yeah, they, can, deciding they can share their own want.
2: perspective on on how they want to hear here curate them
0: you know what's fascinating <laughs> about that and i always think so i've never wanted kids mm-hmm. just straight out the gate came out a baby was like okay that's it <laughs> <laughs> that's it but the perspective of you know having been on the receiving end of you know why don't you want blah, blah 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 and I'm just like not interested. It's pretty simple as that. But my perspective is, I'm the one who is in like I'm in my place. I look at folks who have kids, I'm like, well, you're opting into something. Right. You are the one who is actually opting into a life choice. Right. And you are making a decision. It's not that I'm left out of anything. You're opting into something. Right. And so that people make this presumption that you're going to also be opting in. It's like, no, but I'm just over here being me. Don't worry about it. Right. You worry about you. Yeah. I'm just doing my thing. Yeah. Just doing my thing. Like, and you're doing your thing. And, and it's, it's all good. It's so personal. Oh, yeah. It's like, I mean, who look, people gives you talk, the right to, to oh, yeah. ask about that? Oh, yeah. And then people talk behind your back. And the, the uh, line right. that always grinds my gears is like, well, that's such a shame. What a waste. Oh, and it's boy. like, what? Oh, yeah. And you're like, okay, oh, hey, I'm just over here. So just, just
2: a, a human <laughs> life or, or a, or a relationship great. without yeah. kids. What a
0: waste. Yeah, Boy, right. that's That's dressage. Oh, yeah. You hear it. Did Jeez. you hear that? Yeah. Oh, yep.
2: well, I'm sorry that you guys have heard those kind of things okay. and had people yeah, say those kind yeah. of things. Usually, All to right. me, it's more like, "Why so many? What are you? T- why did you know?"
0: <laughs> because you're know. starting a family band, Steve. Yeah, that's right.
2: Thanks, yes. work to become the Partridges. <laughs> right. 2.0. All right. All right. Get back and work on the snare drum, Lila. We're going to leave Holly off her Bye. duties here. She'll be doing a uh, dirt later on in the Adventures of Bradley and Don. We have got. The Big Zamboni coming in next and uh, some music news as well. Next on Donna Steve.